Hello, friends, and welcome to another level episode. Boys, you are level four. Are you feeling good? Oh, yeah. I love so it. So good. I'm, I feel like I'm, we earned it I'm this hyped. time. I'm hyped. I feel like this is definitely the level or a level that you have absolutely earned. You have saved an entire planet at level three. So I think that is very, very much worth promoting you to level four. Um, I'm going to go down the list uh, based on who I have on my screen. So, Duran, you're going to tell me what level four looks like for you. Oh, okay. Um, a f- just a few fun things. Uh, my trick attack becomes uh, what's called debilitating trick. And what that does is it really just benefits the rest of the party. So when I get a, tr- a successful trick attack off, um, I can choose uh, the person that, uh, that it hits. I can choose whether they're flat-footed or off-target until the start of my next turn, which means everyone can take advantage of those buffs. And yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and then like my last little thing because it's not much, not much for uh, level four. Uh, doesn't give you any weird shit. I, I got a operator's exploit, and right. this one is more so just it's called uh, uncanny mobility. And really, it's just when I make a uh, trick attack against an opponent, if I'm within range of them, I can I they do not get an attack of opportunity from my movement. Oh, okay, that's really uh, good. Um, and if I use a standard action to move as well, I can avoid an attack of opportunity completely with it. Oh, neat. So like, even if you're not doing a trick attack, you can expend your standard to get away from things? Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, because like, ugh, I'm, a, I'm not exactly, uh, Durden's not exactly a strong boy, and some, and you know, things kind of have a tendency to run up on him, so I just want to be able to get out of any type of conflict as safely as possible. Okay. I like how you say that, like, the last episode, you didn't taunt the crit monster spear-wielding hunter into attacking you. <laughs> You know, when when I'm in character, man, it's just what happens, happens. No, I know. It's great. Um, that is, that's all you got, Darren? Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I'm easy. Yeah, level four, you don't get a feed or anything. So it's, it, yeah, I imagine it's pretty simple. Uh, Cody, you are up next now. Let me know what, what Cody gets. Yep. So uh, Cody just gets a combat feat this level. Okay. What'd you take? I have gone for adaptive fighting. So basically what I get to do is choose three uh, feats that I can sub in once per day as a move action and gain the benefit of them for a minute. And every time I gain a level, I can replace the feats with different feats. Oh, okay. That's really cool. Yeah. Do you want to know which three I chose for this level? Absolutely, I do. Yes. I kind of want to get fun with them. You know what I mean? Like, I probably should have picked things that were better, (laughs) but I picked stuff that I would want to do but would never get. Uh, So one is called Living Ladder. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) if I'm knocked down, it says when you're down, you can leverage an upright foe to clamber back up, possibly dragging them down the process. And basically, if I'm prone and hit a target with an unarmed attack, I can stand up for free. And if uh, the target is my size or smaller and my attack roll exceeds their AC by five or more, they fall prone instead. Huh. So I just feel like that's fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, Again, I don't know if I'd ever commit to having it, but like I've been I've been prone a few times in this com- yeah. in this campaign, so I felt like that could be fun to have in the chamber. Well, I feel uh, like that's also like the point of this ability is like stuff that you would never commit to a build, but still have yeah. access to. So I think that yeah, I think you're doing I think you're doing the right things. Uh, what are your other two? Second one, this one is more like you know it's cleave. So I just figured okay. you know standard action. If I make an attack and it hits, I can make an additional attack against someone adjacent and also within reach. Obviously not. Uh, this one is more better, <laughs> more better. It's a classic, so it's not too bizarre. But the last one is definitely weirder and it's massive splash. Okay. Um, 
so if I'm partially but not fully submerged in water, I can take a move action to slam my hands down the water, creating a massive uh, splash and causing my space to provide concealment until the beginning of my next turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's if it ever comes in handy, it'll be great, but there's no way I would ever pick that. So Yeah, that is I feel like you'd have to be I'm assuming that's from a campaign that like takes place on like some sort of water world or something. Uh, doesn't seem to be. Or not. Okay. Cool. Starfighter. Um is that uh that's Cody? Oh, wait, no, you're right. It is entirely about an ocean planet campaign. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh and that's that's you, Cody? That's me. Cool. Merrick, uh, Ryan, round us off. What does Merrick get a level four? Uh, so Merrick gets a stellar revelation. So the last time we did a level episode uh, where, where I got a stellar revelation, I chose a graviton one, the gravity hole. So this time I have to go with a photon stellar revelation to keep the balance. So I found a really fun one, especially with how I've been playing Merrick lately, which has been, if the listeners haven't noticed, uh, solar flare solves all my problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I took Distant Burst. So what this lets me do is that any ability, Stellar, or Zenith Revelation I have that focuses on me, I can move the center of it to 20 feet away from me. Oh. And if I'm cool. fully attuned, when I have to be to use my Zenith Revelation, my Solar Flare, or even my Black Hole, it's 40 feet away from me. So Merrick has now had the ability to more or less cast Fireball. Yeah. Okay. So it's he, wild. He's becoming a close distance tank, like doing way more damage one on one. But now I have more of a artillery capability to uh, cool. help, which I think will make my black hole ability, which I barely ever use, better because I can't see many like reasons to pull people in to me from just twenty right. feet away. Like it doesn't seem as powerful, but having being able to use it to pull people off ledges or into hazards seems like a way better way yeah. for me to you know to sort of. Give me the option to go into graviton mode more often because I'm usually just going into photon for that damage anyway. I um, will say uh, one really cool thing is that force movement provokes attacks of opportunity in Starfinder. So, oh yeah, oh my god! If, you know, if I'm fighting someone and you pull them, I get an extra hit on them. Wait, really? That's fucking crazy. Do I get an extra yeah. hit on them if I do that? If you're if you're beside them, yeah. yeah That's why bull rush is so sick in Starfinder. Well, Wait. Merrick's, uh, yeah, Merrick's going to be more fun to play, I think. That's adds a lot more variety than just being able to go up and, and hit him with a sword. All right, boys, um, now that you're level four, we are ready to get back into it. Um, so thank you very much for listening. We will see you in the next exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. <laughs>